Shut up and sit down. Boom. Yep. <laughs> I hope people are hearing that, by the way. Like, otherwise, if the, you imagine if they didn't hear what the intro, this is boom. They would just hear us start by just boom or boom. They'd be like, what you, are these guys doing? You think there's a possibility of that not coming through? Or of people fast forwarding through the intro, maybe. Although the intro is like 10 seconds. So come on, man. You can make it through 10 seconds. There, there's some really impatient people out there. Uh, I would probably be one of them. Because actually, when I watch YouTube stuff, I typically fast, fast then, forward. Then you need a little bit more Dharma time. Yeah. However, <laughs> I always make a point, And I don't know if you do this too or not. But I always make a point if I'm listening to something new or yeah. if I'm watching a new show, I always watch the intro at least once. I do, I do that too. Yes. Exactly I'll watch the I intro because I want to get it. And then after that, I'll skip through it. But I want to at least, you know, I want to hear it. So hopefully yep. Dope and Dharma listeners are doing the same thing. You know you know why I do it though? I have a reason why I do it. Do you have a uh, reason or you just do it? Um, I have a reason is, is I, I, okay. So we're going to get into that. Like I, I, I am a person that when I watch a show, like that's my escape. And I want to appreciate, I know that every single syllable, every note, Everything was done for a reason when they're trying to tell me a story. So I want to be fully immersed in the journey that the person telling the story wants me to go through. So, so I want to be able to experience everything, which is also why I like captions on because I like to hear stuff or I don't like to miss something that is seemingly benign because to me it goes with uh, uh, creating the ambiance of the, of the moment. And so I don't want to miss out on any of that. So, so same. Yeah, so we'll same. totally immersed in whatever it is. Yep. And in in what I, the way I look at an intro and outro is like that that director and that editor and that producer and everybody that worked on it, the person in charge of the music, they yeah. picked that to always kind of get your vibe and energy ready to experience <laughs> whatever they're about right. to show yeah. you. And so I I I I use that as a judge judgment tool. <laughs> Shame. On you. If you notice, really good, especially HBO started that. For real, for me, the the, right. the good Sopranos, HBO, the Sopranos all, opening yeah. was amazing. Yeah, all Got those, myself all, again. Yeah, absolutely, all those yeah. those songs that they used on their shows at the beginning yeah. just set a tone. Yeah. And so, uh, well, before it, we like, uh, you know, I don't want to take us too far off, but that's that's actually that's actually how I found probably one of my favorite bands now of all time is the Heavy. Okay, is I was watching, I think it was Banshee. I think it was Banshee. Um, and they had short change hero and I heard it as the intro. And it was like an amazing intro song. I was like, Holy crap. Who is that? I looked them up, started listening to some of their music and realized like, wow, dude, they're amazing. And heavy, the heavy is one of those bands that has like the perfect amount of stardom. Their music is literally everywhere. Everybody's heard them, but nobody knows who they are. Right. So they've got enough fame to where they're getting paid, but not so much fame where they can't walk around and, and you know, be un unbothered oh, nice. by anybody nice. yeah no it's amazing anyways i digress um welcome everybody this is uh this is dope and dharma and as always this is the well not always i guess i would say always but this isn't tuesday so normally on tuesdays it's the dharma time hour uh, i'm on the i'm on the left hand side of the screen that's how you know it's dharma time. <laughs> it might be it might, <laughs> it's it like might, a it dead might, giveaway it might be tuesday um, to somebody yeah if you're listening to this on a tuesday then then you're a week behind but welcome um today's our wednesday uh, if you're listening to this live, uh, and if you're doing so live, if you'd like to participate or you know give some comments or or just join the discussion, you could do so on Facebook, uh, YouTube, or Twitch under Dope and Dharma. And as always, if you want to listen to your leisure while you're working out, driving, whatever it might be, you could do so on any of your major podcasting platforms. Um, and as always, uh, if you do like what you hear, feel free to hit the subscribe button or like us, follow us, share it, that kind of stuff. It really does help. And we're trying to uh, get our words of wisdom out to as many people as possible. So, all right, let's get into the topic. So th this is a topic that you actually brought up. Uh, it was a few weeks ago, I believe. You mentioned it to me. And I was like, okay, I mean, I've heard of it. I didn't really spend that much time like right. in my life you know, getting into it. But I've, I'm, I was aware of it when you first brought it up. Right. I don't remember what it was that made you. I think you were on a trip somewhere must have heard it. And, and it made you want to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Course, be real clear about that. I want to make sure that you know Dana knows I didn't think about this topic, <laughs> right? Because I was thinking about <laughs> yeah. something. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I made sure not to tell my wife before I came in here what the show was about because I didn't right. want her thinking, "Huh? Yeah, um, why are you guys talking about that?" <laughs> exactly. 
but uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, I, I've looked into a little bit more, um, and you know, my initial reaction when I first heard conscious uncoupling, the, mm-hmm. the little bit that I did hear of it, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was skeptical. Um, I still am skeptical, but for different reasons. So, um, anyways, wh- so before we get started, the, the, the conscious uncoupling, just so everybody knows, is not really a new thing. It's been around since like the 1940s, I think, is when it was. Oh, first. really? Yeah. Well, see, it's uh, new to me. That's why I called you and asked you, what does it mean? Yeah, is 1940s it? is when it was first kind of like coined. 1970s, okay. it was a little bit more. But then in 2009, I think it was, 2008, 2009, uh, a lady, something Woodward, I think her name was, um, she kind of wrote a book about conscious uncoupling and, and brought it to the forefront. And then oh. it became really popular when Gwyneth Paltrow kind of you know, took the mantle. And I think that's how her and her husband or ex-husband, I guess, I don't know. That's how they kind of went about it. And then she wrote about it in her little goop thing. And it kind of took off from there. Um, I, I, I'm hesitant to say took off because I don't think that it hit the mainstream any more than most of her stuff does. But I do believe there's segments of the population to where that's a term that you're going to hear, if that makes sense. Right. So that is what conscious uncoupling is. Um, is not what my so my original thought when I first heard the words conscious uncoupling, yeah, I thought it was one of those, um, oh my god, quietly quitting or something like that, (laughs) right? Like the quiet quitting with a job where you're basically just doing the bare minimum just to get through it. That is not really what it is, that's not what the, 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 the quote unquote textbook definition of conscious uncoupling is. Um, so the in a nutshell, without going, I mean, I have the the five steps. I looked them up earlier, uh, but just the 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 Cliff Notes version of it. It's basically walking away from a relationship, uh, like healthy. <laughs> really, like that's, that's all. That's kind of what so, it is. So wait a minute, Are walking you away there's, from. There's steps to this. There's 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 yes, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, sort of. It's 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 so, a very um. Somebody wrote about this. Oh yeah, this, this is like a big deal for a lot of people. For really uh, certain segments, right? Like it's a very um, gosh, man. For lack of a better phrase, and I'm probably gonna piss some people off here, but uh, it's a very foo foo kind of idea, it, right? It, it sounds like a therapist got involved. It sounds like a therapeutic yes. term, yes. That some therapist, yes, you know, came up with and coined it, <laughs> and then started yes. using it with their people, yes. That's basically what it is. And, and, and when you look at the the overall or overarching kind of, all right, the, the bare nuts and bolts of what is this, that's kind of what it is. It's like, if, it's like if you had a therapist come in and help you guys separate and did it the most healthy way possible, that's like kind of that. what it is. I like that part. I mean, I you know, just for yeah. those of you that don't know, I'm an addictions professional. I see patients. I see clients. So so sure. I've done therapy to people for a long time, uh, yeah. but I'm not a marital therapy mm, yeah that's not that's not my that's not my deal and and i don't sit there and go and, and how does that make you feel <laughs> that's not my style it's always your mom's fault or your dad's fault like, that's why that's not my style <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm into realistic like look and it, regardless of your situation we got to do something about it right or else yeah we're just going to sit here and complain about it and we could do this for years like like uh there's famous patients like howard stern that go to therapists for forever Right. Uh, or there's people that actually do brief type therapy and, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it moving. We got to go. I just got to, I, I, I need, I need to process this emotion or this feeling or, or this resentment really fast. And, and I got to stop hurting myself, but I need some active measures and a plan to get out of it. And which is, which is the reason life coaches get so much action now and gurus get so much action now and people on TikTok and stuff are becoming <laughs> better paid therapists than some of you out there because you spend too much time coining phrases like this and wanting to spend enormous amount of hours just sitting there listening and going mm-hmm. yeah wow. you just gave me another topic for a show right. by the way oh good good <laughs> yeah uh, we're gonna do a show on therapy okay just in general therapy like okay. yeah because i think that's a, that would be a good one um so yeah i mean so what, when you heard conscious uncoupling what is what, what comes to your mind like what do you think of well, so when I heard it, and I don't remember where I was or anything because that's the way my brain works, I do remember the term. And, and it was like like aware separation, like being aware of separation. And I guess I was thinking like, 
like, who isn't aware that they're separating? What, like, <laughs> right. are, are there people out there that all of a sudden they go home and it's empty? Which remember the Dear John letters? Oh so, yeah, oh yeah, those, yes. those, those so we happen. know they exist. Yeah, so we know that exists. So I was figuring this is one of those situations where two people are still playing like adults and they sit down. Like I was imagining modern couples <laughs> sitting down and says, "We have to talk." Oh, right. really, honey? What what do we have to talk about? And that they go, "I don't think this is working." You know what? I'm glad you said that because I don't think it's working either. Well, let's let's talk about how we're going to do this then, because we're both on the mortgage or we're both on the lease or or we have these children. And, and I, I figured like it sounds that's, like that's kind of what it is. It sounds very idealistic, of course. But I'm thinking one of them is really the whole time saying, you son of a bitch. You <laughs> right. son, uh, yeah, I'm playing this game with you. But, you know, I'm going to take you for half of what you you yeah. son of who is she or who is he? Yeah, that's why I don't think it's realistic. Well, and it, well, and if it is, you guys sound perfect for each other. <laughs> that's my, that's why. Kind of my why would you uncouple if you could yeah. sit down? I guess the way I'm looking at it is you could sit down and consciously uncouple. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be uncoupling because if you think funny. there's someone else out there that knows how to 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 have this conversation more respectfully or maturely than the one you're having with it now, you are going to be sad. What I think is, is amazing is you and I have never spoken about this. No. Other than you just dropped that nugget one day of this is you think right. we should do a show on. Right. Um, and I 100% feel the same for the same <laughs> reasons. My whole, my, the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm reading all the stuff that entails right. Right. is if you're in a position with a partner Right. Where you can calmly and rationally sit down and discuss your feelings and be heard and vice versa. Right. What the hell are you separating for? Right. <laughs> That's like the whole point. Right. Like divorces don't happen because you're getting along so well. No. And works. No, divorces happen because somebody's upset, you know, or, yeah. or people are upset and, you, and they can't get over it. You think there's a point where you sit there and by you said there's five steps to it, right? That by the uh, time you get to yeah. the fifth step, maybe there's like a a possible six, which says if you were able Stay to complete together. the last five steps, <laughs> six steps is re-ask that person to go out with you right. again. You know, get back yeah. on the get on the other knee. <laughs> Here, um, so Marissa from Facebook Live said, uh, uncoupling gets rid of irreconcilable differences in divorce, apparently. LOL. Yeah. If they can agree this much, then why? Yeah. yeah, I think we're kind of all saying the same thing. Well, yeah. It, just, it, it feels to me, like you said, it feels to me like a therapist came up with it. Right. Who is trying to give you the blueprint of right. like perfection. Like, this is what right. it's supposed to look like. Yeah. But it's not very practical in my opinion. You know, an unmarried I'm, therapist, by the way, probably. So, the, the, so much sounds like an unmarried therapist or a therapist that has a partner that lies to them and just, just <laughs> right. lies to them because they don't want to get therapized, yeah. you know, by their partner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I, this, this, so I, I'm, I guess I'm old school when it comes to those things, right. right. When it comes to like uncoupling, if you will, um, if it didn't work, it didn't work, man. Now I'm not saying that that if I were to walk away from a situation that I need to be vindictive right. and angry and all these other right. things, right? Right. I don't need to do all that. Now, granted, there are people out there who who feel wronged and they want to, you know, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you, kind of a thing. They just can't right. seem to get over it or let it go. Right. And no, I don't think that's healthy, obviously, for either one right. of you. Um, but I am under the 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 notion, if you will. That if, if, and let me preface this by saying, I think relationships, friends with benefits, stuff like that is a little bit different than marriage. Right. Right. If we're talking about marriage, like I married you, like we tried to make a go right. at this forever right. and it didn't work. Right. If I'm done, I'm done for me. Like I'm ready to just accept it. It is what it is and move on with my life. I don't need to be friends afterwards. I don't need to stay in touch. Like. I'm gone. That's just an area of my life. It didn't work out. I'm going to move on with it, and I'm going to go do my thing. Well, it's different if there's children, and and I'm not saying you have to be friends, but you have to be somewhat cordial for well, the be benefit cordial. of the children. Sure, yeah. Well, like right. I, I'm in a situation for myself. I wasn't married, but I am co-parenting, right? Right. And 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 the boundaries that I have set up with my co-parenting, you know, ex, if you will, is is one of like we're not friends. We don't right. hang out. You know, I don't need to know about your life. You're not, I'm not telling you about my life. Like, and I'm not, I don't have any ill will or hatred. I just, right. I'm indifferent. I'm just, 
Right. I moved on with that area of my life. I've got a new right. family now that I'm focused yeah. on. Um, and, and I will continue to cooperate and be cordial when it comes right. to the kids. But if it's not about the kids, I'm not really interested in having that right. conversation. Right. Like, I but, don't why. <laughs> but you also don't use the kids as carrier pigeons. No, no, that you is know, a big here. No-no. Take this note to mommy. Let me that tie this. Big no-no. Let me tie this to your foot. <laughs> yeah, that is a big no-no. I can only right. speak for myself in that. That's a big no-no. Right. Um, and and I think that so the idea of conscious uncoupling, everything inside of me wants like the realistic person inside of me wants to hate right. it because it sounds stupid and high fluting concept. It sounds foo foo. Yes, but yeah. the spiritual individual who wants to see the good in things, right. I see the merit in it. Right. Like, yes. do I think that that is what we should aim for? Yeah. But yeah. It's, I, if you're getting divorced, man, my guess is you're not really that great at doing that with that person to begin with. So the idea that suddenly now that you've decided to walk away from a situation, you're going to be right. great at doing that. Right. I, I just call bullshit, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I just because it, it, it takes two extremely healthy individuals to participate in that process. And the conscious uncoupling stuff that I was reading um, says that you don't have to have a participatory spouse, meaning you don't need the other person to participate. It's all about basically healing from the situation yourself. And in that instance or that situation, I agree. Like I agree with, I agree with doing the, the, the emotionally healthy or the right thing because it's the right thing. Uh, Oh, but I believe in that in a relationship, not just when you're ending a relationship. Right. Well, I now you're gonna that... have to read it. Now you're gonna have to read it. Trinity, the, the, the five. You're gonna have to read that. But you know, if you want to go ahead and finish your point, finish it. But you're gonna have to read that. <laughs> well, my, so I'll finish the point in the sense that when I was doing the groups with people, right? Oftentimes, doing groups, you know, various as you know, various subjects come up at, at any given moment. People are dealing with different things, and so relationships would often come up. Um, and, and many times because the individuals who were in the group with me were in recovery, mm-hmm. oftentimes, uh, the relationship was slanted in one direction or another. Right. right? And, uh, many times they would say about how it was usually one of two things, right? The person in recovery is, was pretty healthy. Now they've gone through a substantial amount of 12 steps. They're doing well. And then the other person is still harboring some sort of resentment or anger from previous injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, or the person is in the midst of their addiction still and you know they're hurting their partner constantly and so oftentimes they would ask me well how do we you know progress when this person won't do this and my answer was always it doesn't matter right like they 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 are where they're at on their journey they can do what they do it shouldn't have any bearing on what you do and and if you do the right thing you'll be surprised on how you how the other person will respond to that meaning you know if i'm if you know, if I'm in a in a toxic relationship and I'm upset at things or whatever, and I'm constantly picking and attacking my spouse, I can kind of expect that in return, right? However, if my spouse is just negative and pissy and upset all the time or whatever it might be, but instead I come from a place of love and compassion on a consistent mm-hmm. basis, and I don't take the things personal, what you'll notice is after a while you'll start to get something different back from that spouse because. From the spouse's perspective, it's really easy to be pissy and argumentative and angry to a combative person. Right. But when that person is just loving and compassionate and doesn't really challenge it, and and, and I'm not saying you don't have boundaries, but I'm just saying you don't have to like get involved in the, the arguments. Um, you'll notice that it's a lot harder to argue with that person. It's really hard to argue with somebody who's just being loving and kind to you. Especially <laughs> if they leave. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, let me read these things real quick. I'm not going right. to read all the intro stuff, and I'm just going to read... I'm going to read the basics. Okay. Because, you know, yeah, that's the yeah. article. Just give me, uh, so, yeah, just give me the juice. Yeah. The first one, the first step. <laughs> and so these embody what I don't like about the spiritual world, if you will, or even the oh, counseling world in some instances. Um, so the reason why the Dharma guy exists in the first place is when I was reading books on spirituality and learning how to apply it in my life. And I can only speak for myself. Hopefully there's people out there who might agree, but I would read stuff and I'd be like, what the, what the hell did they just say? Like, it wouldn't make any sense. It would sound like some weird space alien wrote something that sounded like it just, it wasn't practical, you know? And and for me, that's not how I learn best. I learn best. Like I'm just talking to a friend, like give it to me straight. Like, give me, what are we doing? here? So I'm going to preface it all by saying that some of these things that they've written are like, what? 
<laughs> so the first one is find emotional freedom right off the bat the title wait that's it that's the whole thing that's well no that's step one and then it goes into oh, that's what i mean that wait that's the whole step one yeah step one find, find emotional, emotional freedom yes. Yes. And how are you interpreting that? Like, how, how are they meaning that? What do you mean? Fine. Well, it says uh, uh, basically the first step is to self-soothe and create inner sense of calm so that your emotions aren't impacting your ability to think straight. So I read that as okay. accept it, basically, is what I read that as. And, and, and I read it like, you know, wait, don't whatever just happened that made you want to leave, like take a step back. You know, let's let's not make an emotional decision. Let's make it. So here's a conscious. I'm going to use the word conscious because that's Ooh, look at you. It's, a, it's a conscious Bonus decision. Point. Well, it's because you got to make a conscious decision. Sure. You got to make a, a deliberate, uh, meaningful decision that's best for you. But don't make it just because right. this person sure. just did something to piss you off. This person just did sure. something to hurt you. And then you're you're reacting on emotion. Like, the, the, let's get emotion out of it. Let's get a little bit more practical, realistic and rational sure. in your decision making, which which that makes sense. So, so far, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, it says here. So the first episode, uh, one way to do this, Okay, figure out how you can use your negative emotions to your benefit as you begin. OK, so oh, no, wait a minute. Before, before you go in a second, the self-soothing part gets me a little bit. Do they get a little bit more into the self, the self, self, some of you may interpret that like wrong. Like, you know, it what says I mean? here, like, well, the, the way they explain like, now, take care are... of you, go, go make yourself <laughs> yeah. feel good. Somebody may self soothe before they do all step sure. five. You got to go all five steps apparently before <laughs> yeah. you go out there. And self well, there's a link here. It's like a hyperlink that takes you to a whole article apparently that talks about that. So. Well, that link is probably not <laughs> self soothing. It probably is like a material that helps this you. Self of yeah. It's called, it's called uh, Pornhub. Don't go there right. yet. You're not, you, um, you first got to deal with your relationship before you start doing ridiculous stuff like that. Sure. Go ahead. What's, what's, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's relatively vague. For the first okay. one, I guess uh, it's right. open to interpretation. I think for many. Okay. Uh, second step number two: two. Uh, reclaim your power and your life. Well, now, what does that mean to you? So you're the bitter one. So you're the one that got ousted. You're the one that it got. Say. Well, that's what it sounds like. I mean, if you're reclaiming, it's almost like somehow uh, you lost yourself within something very toxic. So right. uh, I'm going to give you That's the short reading that I'm going to give you the, the synopsis here. It's a three paragraph long thing. So I'm just going to give you yeah, don't, don't give like me the three last paragraphs. one. This is basically in short, being able to see yourself as the co-creator of what happened in the relationship without okay. shaming or blaming yourself is key. So basically understanding that, that uh, it we didn't happen to you. You participated. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I Which, like once that. again, it's healthy. You know, you, well, that... no, you, nobody's an Island, right? Like it takes two to argue. Right. Well, well, I, I almost think that the way that they headline it doesn't sound as good as maybe some sentences no, that are within it. No, it doesn't. At because all. I mean that 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 last sentence you said that makes a lot more sense. It's like, yeah. look, you're a participant. You're not a victim. That's Correct. kind of the way I would say. Don't 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 go into yeah. a breakup or a divorce thinking you're the victim of the situation. You know, yeah. just because then you you the anger and resentment are going to be guiding your decision making. So I think it's better to to kind of understand that right. whatever it was, whatever happened. I'm a participant in this. However, if the other person did something, you know, extracurricular activities outside of the relationship, don't get stuck in blaming yourself and right. shaming yourself and attacking yourself. That that's the decision they made, just like there's decisions that you made. But if you're the one that went out and did extracurricular activities, also you can't be blaming them for for why <laughs> yeah. you did it. That's still your decision, and you made that decision consciously. Again, consciously. Yeah. The word conscious keeps coming up in my explanations, with or without doing it so they're doing a good enough job right. to making me use one of the words in their description so well i, I think that <clears throat> that is something that we we all say right i've never heard anybody say no i'm perfect and and, and you're the whole problem oh uh, they, wait well, a minute wait a minute wait hold a on minute. i've heard it heard, i've heard, heard it say it specifically that way you're perfect or i'm perfect and you're the problem i do no wrong i've never heard that specifically what I have heard is, you know, oh, yeah, it takes two of us. I'm sure I'm not perfect either, but you, and then they lay into the other person and, and proceed to list every single thing that they've negative ever done. So the implication is I'm perfect and you're the problem, right? So it's a, it's a great idea, this concept of, yeah, I participated, but I don't think we spent enough time really looking into how did I participate, 
right? Like, yes, I'm hurt and I'm upset at this other person at the moment. My feelings are hurt, but they probably feel the same. And I think that that gets lost sometimes. We don't acknowledge the fact that we're the villain in somebody's story at all times, you know, in this world. Just like you're the victim in the story, you're the villain in somebody else's story, whether you believe so or not. Um, I think that's weird about it. You know, being two guys that that we make our living off of words rather than like our hands right right um both of us like the simplicity of hands meaning it's so simple if i push you you know darn well i pushed you right well guess what i I know my words i know when i'm pushing right what i don't like is when someone does not admit that they're pushing you are you're pushing me away with your words like you're you're verbally saying you know something like a punch except i'd rather you just punch me and let's get this over with now do you think everybody's always aware of that i i would like to believe that a large majority of us are 100 percent aware of it but may not want to admit it because if you admit something then it's almost like admitting that you're a participant and i don't think that people want to be a participant which is why i think that they're saying that because i think that that marital therapists probably hear so much of the person feeling like a victim and not a participant in the unfolding Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good question on how many, because I do think that uh, uh, some of us are very self-aware and very conscious of what's taking place in us internally and how that comes out. Um, However, I do think that there are some people out there who are just really, really not self-aware and they're saying certain things and they have, it, it really has not clicked inside of them on how what they just said was extremely aggressive or hurtful. I do think that there's some people out there that just don't get it. I agree with that. And and I'm going to add to that. My experience has been that the people that, that that actually feel the most, the most self-aware are actually the least self-aware. Ooh, look at that. Fortune cookie. Yeah. I think, I think the ones that admit that, you know, I, I think I can, I know what's going on. I feel like I know what I'm doing. I feel like I did it. But the ones that say, I know exact, I know 100% what I did. When they say that for everything, for every emotion, yeah. through every emotion, because sure, I, sure. I believe that you you know it sometimes. Like, I know I know it sometimes. <laughs> of course. But, but I don't always know it. Because yeah, if, yeah. I, if I always knew it, hell, I'd, I'd be able to control every outcome, and I can't. Yeah. Well, there's definitely been times in my life even where, where you know, my wife and I will have a conversation, and, and maybe yeah. I'll say something that right. stung a little bit. Right. And I fully knew it. Like it was intended to sting and, right. and I did it. And I know I did it. I might not admit it to her in the moment. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, right. I know exactly what I did. Um, but there's been other moments too, where maybe I was already agitated from other things and she'll say something. And I'll snap a little bit. Mm-hmm. Didn't even realize that I snapped. It never occurred to me that, you know, I was coming from a place of unskillfulness at that moment. Right. Um, and those are the ones that suck. Cause then I have to come back and be like, ah, you know, I'm sorry. You know, you were yeah. kind of, yeah, I well, wasn't, I didn't handle that one. Well, that's why we all need that instant replay that they do on that commercial, man. We all <laughs> yeah. we all need to throw the red flag. And I, 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 look, my wife and I actually joked about like installing cameras in the entire house and <laughs> and actually going to that method because we both love that commercial so much and we yeah. both want to throw the red flag on the other person. Right. And and I've heard myself before and go like, wow, that didn't. God, I, I really didn't think I sounded aggressive on that, but I yeah. I, I can see why you did. and then that sentence because I can see why you interpreted that. Well, yeah. that's because it was Louis, because <laughs> yeah. it was man. All right, uh, next one is uh, once again these all sound like great ideas, but they're very vague. Step three, if you're following along with us, kids, is break the pattern, heal your heart. Oh, I hate the foofoo-ish way that it, it's yes, the title well. of it just sucks, by the way. All three of these yeah. titles have sucked. I've liked the body of what you say. I have not liked any of the titles. So can you repeat that again? The the title? The title is Break it's a stupid the title. Yeah. Break the Pattern, Heal Your Heart. All right. Now now give me the context. Um it says here, you have the power to learn how to have healthier relationships. You can do that. It's your destiny to love and be loved. That's the so, last sentence. So basically repair. saying, all right, so your picker was broke. It doesn't mean your picker's going to stay broke. It could be yeah. repaired. Basically, <laughs> right? yeah. Basically, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, which mean, is well, true. That's a, that's a big deal, man. Like, let me, let's pause right there. Oh, yeah. Because we've talked about this in previous episodes, mm-hmm. but I think it bears repeating. This idea that there's no good men or there's no good women out there is complete and utter bullshit. They're out there. Right. Your picker just might be broken. I don't think I don't think people pay attention. Your picker could be broken, man. Like you could be, you could be uh, uh, guided 
by some some trauma you could be guided by some past pains and things of that nature right. not even know it and so you're subconsciously valuing things and people that are very toxic to you right and then when you get together with them because that's what you're attracted to because you're attracted to that chaos and to that right. turmoil and then when you get it it's comfortable right you don't like right. it but it's comfortable because you've been in it you know how you know what that is right i've lived right, that way my right, whole life right, right okay great but then after a while it's not sustainable and you're like oh this kind of sucks man they're, right. they're they're bad they're bad for me well you picked them Maybe right. it's time for you to reevaluate what you value in others, man, and, and try to get yeah. healthy. Once again, instead of looking for the right person, work on being the right person. Right. Right. The yeah. right people will attract other right people to you. Amen to that, man. And and that, and then you're infected. And when you're infected, yeah. you're contagious, by the way, because now you're bringing that infection to a new relationship. Do not yeah. go into the next relationship infected. You will you will infect yeah. the next relationship and then wonder how why is it that I always find guys like this? Or, or women like because you yeah. you took a virus and you went into the next relationship and and that's what you found you found someone else with the same virus or somebody that was receptive to that virus they they're too blind to see it their pickers yeah. broke they literally saw you <laughs> and they're like oh no, no, come here come kiss me you're not sick no you can't tell that person's sick the person you know i'm putting it in in terms of that we can now understand after COVID, right? Like if you yeah. literally see somebody coughing up crap, you don't go stick your tongue down their throat. <laughs> you know I what I mean? Like I you, mean, you just saw that they were, they were sick. Yeah. You just see that they're sick, man. You're like, hey, man, you need to go. You need to keep your distance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you kind of just touched on, on step four, by the way. Oh, did I? Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, well, I'm progressive like that, Trinity. I'm you, progressive. You touched, you touched on step four the way we would put that. Okay. Not the way they put that. Oh, great. Here we go again with the ridiculous yeah. language. Go ahead. Yeah. So step number, yeah, I'm almost embarrassed to even read this oh, out loud. Boy. Step number four, mm -hmm. become a love alchemist. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. Whatever, man. Those are the things that I have a problem oh with. That is God. that is the sole purpose that Dharma guy exists. Oh, my God. I don't like it when people say these like, hey, you have to like such as it's like, what, what are you even saying? Like, can you put it in layman's terms, man? Yeah. I, all I see, all I hear is a witch saying oil and trouble, boil and bubble, whatever. What yeah. is that stupid saying? I, I don't from that, know, from I, that yeah. boil and bubble, toil and trouble, whatever. I, yeah. what you mixing up some sort of concoction. I mean, I, by the way, Santeria, I don't want anything to do with Santeria. I mean, if you're out there, if you're lighting candles and you're creating elixirs and you want me to drink it, so, no, stay away from me because that's what that sounds like. When you say alchemist, yeah. I think brujeria, man. I don't want no brujeria around me, yeah. brother. Just you keep that over there. I don't mind brujas. I just <laughs> want to be in a relationship with a bruja. You know what I mean? I, I had a friend that did that stuff one time. I had no idea. He, uh, we worked together. We went out to the parking lot, mm -hmm. and he put this like something on this person's tire, like on their car. Mm -hmm. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he asked mm -hmm. me. He tried to explain to me what it was. I was like, ah, "Whatever, dude. That doesn't make any sense to me." But okay. Yeah. So you're gonna um, have to explain that love alchemist potion yeah. stuff that you just talked about. Yeah. Well, it's basically what you and I were just kind of saying, and that is, uh, it explains that uh, Woodward Thomas, which is the person who did it, explains that step four is about hitting the reset button and transforming resentment into wisdom and lessons learned. It's the process of forgiving yourself and your ex, then setting an intention for the new form that relationship will take. So basically, it's it's about healing. It's about realizing, okay, what can I take from this situation and learn from it? Where did it go wrong? What part did I play? Where were my boundaries not set? What red flags were there? I'm going to learn from those. That's basically what become a love alchemist means. I guess. That, my friend, is the acceptance part of the steps. Yeah. Except that that no longer exists. So don't waste any time yeah. trying to figure it out, trying to play with it, trying to reconnect it, whatever. And you're going to go now in this path and you're going to accept that this is now your life. So yeah. I don't want to hear about tomorrow. I don't want to hear about what could have, should have, would have. That's done. This is yeah. your new path. Accept it. Move forward. That That's the acceptance step right there. Um, but now he says it, Woodward. <laughs> yeah, this, whatever. This man. alchemist, you don't need to be no alchemist. You just, you just, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. You don't need to be an alchemist. Um, and, and so the last one here, uh, the last one that they have, step five, uh, okay. which to me, to, to me, I think step five is a stick in the mud. I think step five is the one that people wow. are going to get really stuck on, um, and because I, I think that typically speaking, in general, I don't think most people are healthy, right? Let's just put that out there. I think the average person walking around has got some unhealed traumas that that they're 
spilling out on everybody around him. Um, well, nobody then, divorcing is healthy for sure. You're, it, it, anyone yeah. involved in a divorce is unhealthy, even yeah. though you were a healthy, normal, rational human being prior to divorce. It's yeah, the act of divorce healthy. itself is going to hurt. Exactly. It's, it's painful no um, matter what side you're on. Yeah. And then, um, so being the fact that it's unhealthy in general, and then walking away, like, I just, I think it's asking a lot. Now, okay. granted, from a spiritual perspective, right, from a Buddhist philosophy, this is 100% dead on. But I don't know of anybody that is detached enough to to really follow through on this last one. Okay. Like that's like I said, I think that's where the stick comes into play. I love, I love your setups. <laughs> so number five is create your happy even after life. Create your happy even after life, God, which hate, once again is a stupid this, way of putting it. I hate this person's language. Um, so paraphrasing, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, what they're saying is is try to move forward where everybody wins. Meaning, you know, uh, if, if there's going to be a separation, don't try to take everything to keep them. No, it's like, Hey, you need some money to live on. Make sure you have some. And I mean, you know, okay. let's make sure everybody's walking away from this in a, in a, uh, as pleasant as possible. A win-win. Yeah. Let's, it's going to be a lose-lose, right? Cause we're divorcing, but it doesn't yeah. have to be devastating right. for either one right. of us. Let's try to be amicable the best we can. Okay, um, good. To me, I think that's where the granted, I 100% agree with that. Right. However, I think that's where the stick in the mud is going to come because I, I think usually at least one of the people is not healed enough to do it amicably. Well, then I they got to go back to one through four. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're not ready for five, Trinity. Yeah. The only um, way to be ready for five is you're ready to negotiate. All right, now you're ready to negotiate. You're done yeah. yelling. You're done calling me names. You're done right. attacking me. You're done blaming me. All right, have you done your one through four? Okay, good. Now let's do five. All right, ready to negotiate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, but I mean, like I said, that's I think that's the healthiest way to do it. But um, I've met so many people that don't heal properly. Right. So even years after the separation, there's still anger and resentment there, right. even though you've been separated from this person for you know three, four, five years. Right. It's like even now when you talk about him, you get upset and angry about it. And it's like, whoa, dude, that is so not healthy, right? right. It's five years ago. Like, let it go, right? Uh, and so to ask that person in the midst of all that to right. now think about the the betterment of that individual and the comfort of them, like, I think that's a lot to ask. This is why arbitration exists in baseball. <laughs> yeah, right. Mediation in the Right. Yeah, because, because, all right, so you think you're worth this much money. I'm willing to pay you this much money. We're not, you know, you're now a free agent. I'm trying to offer you free agency status. I'm giving you money, which what you want. Isn't this good enough? And then you go, you know what? Let's take it to an arbitrator. Now you offer me arbitration, which means you you understand that I can't get to a point to offer you anything that you find acceptable. So I'm going to send you to an arbitrator who then is going to look at your career, look at your value, look at everything you've done and go, this person's worth this much money. And we've settled on an arbitration money. Then Now that's the new number. That's that is healthy i think it, it can, because yeah. it's hard anytime first of all we say don't make any big decisions when you're in an emotion That's right it, yeah it's really hard to go to court i don't care if you're just sit there to monitor and watch without having an emotion you are in yeah. a courtroom you know yeah. i just walk in a courtroom even when i'm a you know a support system for somebody and i just feel different Right. Yeah. If, that, if that bailiff looks at you and go uh, go and just makes a face at you like what, what I do? Oh, I'm sorry. I was, you know, I yeah. instantly shrink in, sure. in a courtroom. If you instantly bow up when you're in a courtroom, they they can see that and smell that a mile away. And I'm telling you, man, that's that's like no, no, that's a big no, no. So, yeah, it, it, I think I think it's better to uh, like 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 they're saying, you know, you got to go into it in a negotiating way. But I think this is when someone else needs to get involved and, and, and help you negotiate this out, yeah. because I, I there's always one manipulator in a relationship. One more. Or let me let me say it different. There's there's always one person that's better at the <laughs> manipulation game than right. the other. Not yeah. necessarily a good one, just better than the all you have to be is better than the other person. Right. Sure. It's just like if the bear is following you, which one is it going to get? The, the slower one? Yeah, I got to be faster than at least one person. Right. And I think that's what happens in couples and relationships, right? One is is better at, at putting certain words together, and the other person just resigns sometimes yeah. more more than the other, right? So, sure. so I think in these scenarios when you're talking about 
the actual now that here's the act of separation. Here's the money and stuff like that. It's almost better if somebody else gets involved. So I'm I'm a little disappointed that step five doesn't say trust, trust a, a third party to help create a scenario that works you know uh, right. because i th- i think that'll be a, a healthier way about it and, and by the way therapists that created this that'll give you a job it gives you something to do uh <laughs> you know have two people sit in front of you and say look this is this is what i think and i'm no longer angry at her and then she sits down and she goes yep and this is what i think and i'm no longer angry at him i accept him for all the stupidity that he did in the relationship i'm sorry did i say stupidity let me go back and do a step again oh, right. let me come back all right step five again yes i'm ready to deal with with this and then the person goes all right this looks good this looks good are you willing to accept this are you willing to accept this okay let's do it and boom that's it you know saves you a lot of money uh you you know because instead if you if not by the way if not all the money goes to attorneys so if you can't do this attorneys make all your money and 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 there's a reason why family law and divorce attorneys drive mercedes benzes and lexuses right uh the more you disagree the more they make yeah yeah divorce attorneys aren't driving uh you know a hyundai you know what i mean no they're, they're, dri- they're driving every vehicle that you want. Uh, they're driving your vehicle. <laughs> you know, they, they, Eventually, yeah. Yeah, they just took your vehicle because you you gave it up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, uh, um, so uh, like I said, I, I think the conscious uncoupling thing is just, um, I, I don't know, at its base, yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea. I, I think that's the goal, I think, for most people, yeah. or should be the goal. Yeah. I just don't know how realistic it is to expect people to be that healthy in the midst of a, an emotional breakup. I think that's right. asking a lot, especially if they went into it unhealthy to begin with. So if you're yeah. already unhealthy and you're already dealing with trauma and pains and things of that nature in an unskillful way, obviously, because it's spilling out onto your partner right. to then navigate a, a, a healthy breakup where you're like cordial and understanding. And I, I just, right. Don't beat yourself up if you're not able to do that is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that there are steps to get there. I do sure. like that because sure. if it was just an event like, oh, you should just sit down and just accept. <laughs> yeah. You know, this ain't good luck. This ain't happening in one session, baby. This is, this yeah. is go, you know, I got to I got to vent a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other person has to vent a little bit. Yeah. You know, you kind of got to go through a lot of emotion and they'd be like, oh, you got to bleed out. And then the person goes, OK. You right. good? You done? All right. Now, now, just accept it. Like these, this is almost like the stages of grief. You know, the kind of similar. Where at the end, you just have right. to accept the loss. Yeah. Right. You go through your anger. You go through your frustration, and then eventually, you're going to get to the point where you have to accept the loss and move forward. Right. And and yeah. and and, and so th- that's no different. By the way, the only difference is somebody came up with these fancy little words like therapist. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. But this is conscious uncoupling. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a re- incredibly intelligent terminology. No, it's great branding. Great branding. I just yeah. hate, you know, some of the way you guys. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. But, uh, the, so, but the steps make sense. All, every, yeah, of course. Well, that's what know? I'm saying. I agree with it. Like, yeah, I right. think that is, is a great way of doing it. I yeah. wouldn't word it that way. And I would right. also be. I would be interested to see the data on how many people right. are successfully able to do that. Like I just, well, I, I don't think it's it's a it high just, number. It just required explanation. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and, and, so and, Marissa and, on uh, Facebook Live, uh, she's watching uh, live, and she said uh, uh, it can lead to a lot of emotional bypassing and burying them to only come up later if you're mm, trying so hard mm. to do it as nice as possible. Yeah. And that's yeah. the other issue with it, right? Like, do I not only do I think that it's very difficult, if not impossible, for some people to do right. that? Right. Um, I think there it, it is possible for some people, especially if you were the selfless one in that relationship, right. and you haven't set good boundaries for yourself. Right. I can see you eating a lot of crap just to make the other person happy, even though uh, you have a leg to stand on, right? Like, you have very legitimate gripes where your boundaries weren't respected. But right. you're trying to play nice to still kind of give in to this person. And then that could lead to even further resentment because at some point you're going to look back and be like, why did I not speak up? Why did I not defend myself? Why did I still let this person walk all over me? And so yeah. I, I agree with Marissa. I think that's a very dangerous precedent right. to set for yourself. Yeah. You're probably thinking, why did I allow this single uh, therapist or this twice divorced therapist to kind of convince me that this is the way to <laughs> yeah, go? Exactly. Yeah, so like, no, but you know why? This is why the, the office, wherever this is discussed, needs to be right next to that room where you get to break stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know? The rage room. <laughs> yeah. Get like a rage room. Like, go break some shit. You good? 
you know, yeah. because, they, you know, or that scream room, you know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of things like that that are kind of healthy. Just kind of let's get yeah. it out. Let's let's talk about it. Let's well, it's vent. okay to be angry, right? Like I think that uh, we we look down so much on yeah. anger, right? Like yeah. as if it's just like this thing that you should avoid. And if you're angry, there's something wrong with you yeah. and, and shame. No, angry is a is a healthy emotion. Angry is a normal emotion. You're gonna feel it. Now it's unhealthy to start like spilling that anger out on other people and hurting right. them and infringing upon their space or their rights. Those are two different things, though. Right. right, you could feel anger, and like I, I, yeah, anger is a great thing. Feel it, allow it, you know, but right. allow it to go away too. Yeah, and, and and it's great if you understand that it's not your primary emotion. The actual yeah. thing, there's something else attached yeah, to you're it. Hurt. Where you, yeah, the pain, the hurt, and why you're hurt. You know, whether it made you feel more insecure or something like that, or fearful or whatever it was. I mean, you that is what you're really pissed off about. And most of the time, you're just really pissed off at yourself for allowing yourself to be in this situation. Uh, I think we always feel like that. At the end, we always feel duped, right? No matter how the relationship played out, at the end, if you're the one walking away in pain, uh, you feel like, oh, damn it, I'm never going to allow this to happen again. That's why so many people say, I'm never going to get married again. Yeah. Never, you know, <laughs> yeah. People even say that about dogs, right? Like, you have a dog that's dying. Like, like my old dog, like, I swear, if it makes it to, if Kyle makes it to Christmas, bro, I'll be shocked, bro. Oh, that, man. No, that's he's not so well, bro, and I feel oh, it, and I know it, and, and I've already that. accepted it. Yeah, I've already accepted yeah. it. So the point is, is that they, they, they're little tragedies, man. When you but buy yeah, them. if he, he, you, we all know it's going to happen, right? So when he dies, if I'm the kind of person, I'll never get another guy. Come on, man. Right? Like, yeah. it, it, what is that? What is that? You know, like, I, you know, yeah. you're trying to prevent something that is just look at all the joy he gave me. That's like saying exactly. that I, I wish that would never gave me. He gave me a lot of joy. He's just not allowed to be in here when I do the show because all I hear is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's but, okay. Mine, but, mine's nails scrape all over the floor. But right so. after this is over, I'm gonna go give him a little bit of love and look into his vacant eyes, you know, and <laughs> and, and just God, man, I love you, Kyle. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. And keep the new puppy off him because the new puppy's like, hey, man, I'm gonna be around another 15 years. What you leaving? <laughs> Kyle, where are you going, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, it's funny you you mentioned that because even mine, right? Like we lost Rocky a couple years back, yeah. um, but Apollo is you know he's getting yeah. a lot more gray than he used to have. He's slowing down a little bit. You know he's getting to that point where it's like the upper echelon of the expect expectancy of of his breed and his size, um, and it's gonna suck. But yeah, like you said, the idea of never having another one. No, I mean I, I probably will take some time off because I want to be able to grieve him and, and at the same time. No, you um, won't. I, I give well, you. A, I give you a week. Uh, no, I, I probably will personally, only because like I've been responsible for either kids or animals for so long. Like I wouldn't mind taking a break of having to like, because it's tedious to have to take them with you on vacation or find somebody to watch them and, and just. I, I wouldn't mind having a break. You gotta remember, my house is a little bit different, dude. My wife has got like a zoo in here, so like I'm 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 over being responsible for animals for a little bit. Yeah, you um, notice in all. But eventually, finances- I will get one. Yeah, and all the sentences that you're saying, you're saying I, but what you forget yeah. is you got women there <laughs> yeah, know, at your right. house that are going to live in my delusion for just yeah, a minute. You go, okay, okay. Let let me, as long as you know enjoy it. Enjoy my delusion. As long as you know you're there, Trinity, yes. I will let you feel like I'm you fully aware. need some time. Yeah. I'm fully <laughs> aware that I will decide to get a dog as soon as my wife decides that for yeah. us. You need some time <laughs> like I thought it was ending at two dogs, right? right. That yeah. third dog. <laughs> Yeah, had nothing to do with me, man. I got yeah. I got too many women around me that I love dearly, and man, they yeah. they got me, Trent. They they got. Oh me. yeah, oh yeah. I'm fully aware. But like I said, I'm gonna live in my delusion long enough. Okay. Let me let me have that for for now. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the conscious uncoupling, I I think that um, so I, I guess uh, let me just refer to to the leaving right, the healthy our prognosis, if you will, just right, right. open dharma. This is how we talk about it. Um, you know, I, I think anytime you leave a relationship, one of the most liberating things, um, to do at the end of a relationship is to, to let it go. And what I mean by let it go, right? Like I remember, uh, with, uh, a breakup, I'm not going to say who or how, but there was a breakup that took place in my life. Right. And I remember afterward, the breakup, there were like text messages that were sent that would hype me up. Right. It, it would, it would like uh, reflect or bring up an instance or, or, you know, whatever it was, their perspective of it. And I would get irritated because my perspective was obviously different. So, what are you talking about? Like, it, it, like, I would just, it would start like yeah. an argument or dialogue. Right. Right. Because 
I was still operating in that mode of it mattered what they thought of me. It mattered if they got this right or wrong. And I was filled uh, unconsciously. I was filled with this irrational fear of if I don't correct that, something's going to happen. Like I've got to correct that. They're wrong. Um, And that's where I came up with the okay practice. Mm -hmm. That's why I came up with the okay practice and it worked for me. And that is who cares, right? Like if you think these things, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because at the end of the day, no matter what I say to you, you're going to think it anyways. Mm -hmm. But if I engage, then I'm just prolonging this toxicity between the two of us. I'm keeping the party going when I don't want to be at the party in the first place. Mm -hmm. So what I eventually ended up doing was, you know, uh, let's, let's, uh, exaggerate for the purposes of this discussion, you know, Oh, you're, you're an asshole. Okay. I'm not even going to defend it. I'm not even going to tell you why I'm not. Okay. I'm an asshole. Now what? Like, and you know, congratulations. That's how you feel. And I'm agreeing with you 100%. Yep. I'm an asshole. Now what? And you realize nothing. There is no, no, like the conversation is now over because you just admitted to it. And so what I say is now I just skip straight to the point of setting that boundary of I'm not going to allow myself to, to, I don't want to say care, right? Cause we all care, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to engage. Hmm. I'm going to allow you to have your perspective. I'm going to allow you to be where you're at on the journey, fully knowing that it has no bearing on my life right now whatsoever. I'm no longer going to own that. I'm no longer going to pick that up and run with it. I'm no longer going to try to correct you and run with it. I'm going to allow you to be where you're at and I'm going to be where I'm at. And that's a very healthy boundary to set. And, and I think that in relationships, that's where people sometimes get stuck right. is after the relationship is over, meaning you have both agreed and decided this is not going to work. I'm moving on with my life, but they don't move on. They still want to win an argument. They still want to be right. They still want to prove to that other person on why they did right. stop. If you've agreed to walk away, then walk away, set a boundary, move right. on with your life, allow well, them to be wrong. So go ahead. No, I know I like it and all that stuff. And, you know, you have experience in that. I, I look, I'm real fortunate and blessed. I, I joke about it all the time and I hope that my joke doesn't come back and bite me in the ass. But, um, you know, I, I, I've never experienced rejection. I've never had a breakup. So I, I don't know what what that would feel like. I'd never want to experience what that feels like. It doesn't look like it feels any good. <laughs> um, I've helped a lot of people through it emotionally. I've, I've been that support system for a lot of people through it. Right. Uh, but I, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to experience it. Uh, and I have no plans to, uh, when I read into this conscious uncoupling, uh, you know, what interested me in this is, is that word conscious is important. Like you got to be conscious. You got to be yeah. aware. You got to be, you got to be, uh, you know, deliberate in your actions. Um, yep. but the uncoupling part is probably the, the, even the bigger word because the uncoupling means it's over, you know, you're yeah. no longer a couple. So it doesn't matter. A lot of the things that you want to say, it's irrelevant. You know, that person doesn't need to hear what you have to say. They don't need to hear everything you think about them anymore because they're they're no longer uh, supposed to be that kind of meaning to you. They're no, no longer supposed to carry that meaningful existence in your heart. You can you can love somebody as a friend. You can love them as the parent of your child. You can even uh, love them as a human being. If, if you're one of these uh, special people that goes, I love everybody, even people that I hate. <laughs> All right, great. But let's uncouple. And be in separate uh, scenarios and be okay with that. Uh, that means uh, all your weaponry, put it down because I'm not, you don't need it against me. You know, I'm not going to fire back at you. You're not going to fire at me. That's how I envision this being in reality, right? Is two people agreeing to no longer fight, right? Let's not, let's not throw <laughs> daggers at each other. Neither one of us are going to win. How about this? How about we're both assholes? We're, we're right. you know, we got to allow ourselves to each be each other's asshole, yeah. you know, but how about both of us are right? And how about both of us are wrong? Because that's the reality of most bad situations. Sure. Both of us are going to be wrong. Both of us are going to be right. And both of us are jerky to each other, which is why we don't work. And since we don't work, we need to move our separate ways. And how about this? When we communicate, just understand, God, man, we tried it, right? It was good. We had good times, right? We had great times. But it just didn't work out that way, man. So let's just, you know, let's be here for the kids. Uh, let's not pass messages through the kids. Let's not use them as messenger people. They don't, you know, the, 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 why we broke up is because it was a toxic relationship for the kids. They were watching that toxicity. Let's, let's just at least agree to one thing and let make this the biggest agreement that we have. 
is that, well, two, one, that we don't work together. And two, that they don't get, they don't have to see that toxicity anymore. Right. And that's it. And, and, and as long as we do that, we have been successful parents. If we do that, we are successful parents. If we cannot do that, then we weren't good together. We're not good, not together. You know what? We really do both suck. We both need to just, <laughs> yeah, right? just, just figure that shit out because we suck together. We suck apart. What, what What's next? So I, I think that's where this all goes. Thank you very much for allowing us to talk about conscious uncoupling. Uh, Trinity, I, I liked it uh, on Dharma time. Uh, you know, you have that final say so when we talk about Dharma time. We might both bring up things, but I, but I, I like the fact that I can kind of just sit back on Dharma time and be like, all right, Dharma guy, you know, where <laughs> You know, is this something that, that you want to discuss on this show? And then and, 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 and we have at it. So I think uh, we effectively explained our understanding of this topic based on the information you gave us. And uh, now I feel like Johnny Cash and my song is sung. So I'm done. <laughs> there you go, man. I've been everywhere. man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think well, you, you hit it on the head um, and it sounds uh, mean almost to, to somebody, uh, but it, it doesn't matter right like that's the biggest part i think is is if you've if you're separating from someone um what they think and feel about you and and to a lesser extent their happiness it doesn't matter anymore it's not your job that's not your role in that person's life anymore you know if, if i've separated from somebody I've got my own life now that I need to worry about your happiness. That's no longer my concern. I mean, I hope for you on a baseline as a human being that you achieve happiness. And, and, you know, if I'm connected to you through kids or through other acquaintances or whatever, I, I wouldn't want to wish you any ill. Right. Like, so on, on that base level, happiness, I hope is achievable. However, actively working towards making that happen is no longer my responsibility. That's not a burden that I'm walking around with anymore. Um, so the idea that it doesn't matter, um it, it, it that's important right like i think that, that has to be the focus not in a cold you know uh angry you know vindictive way but just in a matter of fact way you got to move on you got to heal from it you got to let that go it no longer matters that you were wrong you know that that thursday afternoon when you know they wanted the chicken and you burned you were it doesn't matter right it, it, it seriously and i think i see so many people get hung up on things when it did matter and we can argue that it didn't even matter then right because most most arguments are petty in nature but uh it mattered then in the sense of you were still dependent on one another for some sort of uh reciprocal relationship right but now it no longer matters if they were right and you were wrong or vice versa it really does not affect your day moving forward and that's the approach that you got to take um so the the conscious uncoupling thing hey man you know, yeah, I think that's the gold standard. I think that's what you should should strive to achieve. I wouldn't beat yourself up if you're not an expert at it. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, you got to live your life in the way that you can be proud of. Um, try to be cognizant of the fact of they're a human being and they had a perspective as well. Just because you feel hurt doesn't mean you were inherently right. Uh, they also felt hurt and they weren't inherently right or wrong either. And so as he pointed out earlier, it just didn't work. You know, like, I think that's the healthiest approach to have. It just didn't work for whatever reason. It doesn't matter at the end of the day why it didn't work, because when you move on in your life, you know, it's not like that's going to be on the application that you're going to have to fill out to get whatever you want of why did it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. So it just you got to focus on the idea. It didn't work. Let it go. Move on. Let them be where they're at on their journey and you be where you're at on your journey. And I and think then take your antibiotics and then go focus on conscious coupling. <laughs> exactly. Instead of bringing that crap to the next yes. relationship. Yes. Yes. And, and if you are going to find another relationship, uh, which, you know, I, I would encourage people to do if that's something that gives you fulfillment, but don't take it with you. You know, don't, don't, don't have that third party in a relationship. Like don't walk into it, reading into every single thing that this other person does with your own narrative. I use that word on purpose. And I'll tell you why in a minute you know, with your own narrative and filling in all these gaps and trying to, to say, well, they, they did the, stop. That's not good for them. That's not good for you. And it's damn sure not good for your relationship. And, and so, yeah, moving forward, that's part of the healing process is letting that stuff go and not bringing all that baggage with you into the next one. So, and, and the reason why I said narrative, by the way, is I, I figure we're going to be doing a show on narrative and why not next week? Why not? 
And that's something comes up between now and then where we have just amazing show that we got to do. I think narrative should be a should be a show that we do next week. What do you think? Yep. Yep. I like it. So um, you got anything you want to add before we cut it up? I think that was my final thoughts, by the way. I think you covered it. Yeah, I think we're done. Just went ahead and did it anyways, I guess. So, um, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, uh, um, like, share, comment. It really does help us, man. We're trying to build things here. and We can't do it without you. Um, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch live. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. He is at the Dope Doctor. I am at the Dharma Guy. Together, we are at Dope and Dharma. And uh, that's all I got. So now that you know better, do better. Peace.